boys can come and go, leave you feeling low instead of a coming in. Sex and Waffles, an American horror story. That's whore with a W. Brought to you live by Waffle Press Studios. Let me follow your lonesome half bottle of wine. Oh, you hide away in a drawing that's fine. Hello, Brunch Club, and welcome to another episode of Sex and Waffles. Um, There is so much that has been going on in my life, so much that I have lost my mic stand, which is weird because it is normally attached to my mic, so this recording is really like a stand-up session, and my mic has no stand. It's totally MIA. You know, someone would probably be like, if you cleaned your house, you'd probably be able to find it. You can fuck off kindly. Thank you. I I packed it up because when I travel, I'm always really ambitious that I will record a podcast with whomever I'm with, with my single microphone, and it'll be super ghetto, but like, we'll make it work. I don't know, like, I always have like a notebook, a microphone and a laptop, I'm always, like, ready to go. I never execute these plans, though, because I'm always, like, too drunk or too tired or just, like, too in the moment. Sometimes being me is very, very difficult. Um, it's also an early morning recording session because I've realized that is the best time to record in my neighborhood. Also, my voice, like, I don't know, she comes and goes like the wind. I had to get corona tested the other week, and I was, like, talking to all the people outside of the walk-in, and this woman goes, you sound absolutely terrible. When was the last time you were tested? First of all, this is my voice. Thank you. Second of all, um, I just felt like (laughs) that's how I approach men about STD tests. I'm like, when was the last time your dick was swabbed? And I, like, never believe them either. They'll be like, I was tested. I'm like, okay, when? When was the date? What was the time? What were the results? And what was your panel? Like, I need to know every detail. But then I got corona tested, and I, like, walked out, and I got my results, and everyone was like, oh my god, like, good news? And I was like, we're negative. I mean, obviously, because I walked out of the clinic. If I was positive, you think I'd stay there for a hot minute? And I was just, like, so excited, and everybody clapped, and everybody cheered. And I really want that to be the energy around, like, STD testing. Like, when someone walks out of a clinic, and they're like, oh my god, like, what are the results? They're negative. Or, if they're positive, that's also great, because that means you're getting treated. And nothing I love more than someone who recognizes they have an STD, and they get treated for it. Because, you know what? It happens. Like, the clap happens. Syphilis happens. You just gotta take care of it, okay? Even, like, herpes happens. It's okay. We're all here for a good time, not for a long time. (laughs) But I just feel like we should be more um, open about that, and people should be more energetic about that. Especially, like, when I get tested for STDs, it's like, they'll be, they'll be, like, down there. There's, like, a metal rod in my vagina. There's two people looking into it, and I, 
with a deep cavernous hole that it is and they're just looking in there and then they'll be like do you want like an std test and i'm like you know what you're already down there please like yeah scratch the surface a little bit like tell me what i have um super clean obviously she's a fighter um no my vagina literally is though i think she's from like a different planet she recently was called demon pussy and i support that she is kind of a demon she is her own entity i will say that like you know i'm a gemini and sometimes i think i have like a gemini pussy like there's two sides of her she also is like super fucking picky like i'm really picky but like she's pickier like i could be like oh i like this person like they're cool and she's like no gates closed absolutely not opening up for him you can do better and i'm like okay it's really steep and it's also i don't know there's been like a couple of people i've dated that i really questioned <laughs> but like i didn't question them okay that's a lie i did question them as i was like dating them but my pussy was like the detective down there she was in like police custody being like mm, let me ask you some questions okay i'm not letting you in you know it's uh we're coming up on another cuffing season another year another cuffing season and i don't know the official start date of cuffing season but like it was fucking cold this morning so i think we're here i have a whole episode on cuffing season you know it's a good season get cuffed get stuffed but i've been looking back on summer it's been a wild affair a very wild affair and something i forgot to discuss with you guys is okay like I've said this a number of times that men do not know how to act in bars anymore towards women. Like, post-pandemic men are a different breed. But I also will say I don't know how to interact with men either. I don't know. Now it's like I see someone and I like. I'm like, I like you. I don't even care what's next. Like, let's fucking go. I don't know. I'm not smooth. Or maybe I am. But, you know, like, it's no, it's no offense to men it's uh i just feel like more of like an animal at a watering hole than i ever have before like as if there's one watering hole in the whole state of connecticut <laughs> people be fucking thirsty i truly feel like a little zebra at a watering hole let's be real i'd be an elephant okay i would like to say that i would be a lion because like i am a predator but i okay that sounds wrong <laughs> you know, like sexually i feel like i'm like a predator okay that that we're, we're just going downhill here but i truly feel like, like i'm at the watering hole and you know everybody comes to the watering hole it's exhausting being me i know it's really tough but there's been like a lot of weird instances with men this summer like a, a lot it's been like the summer of weirdness and you know sometimes you like sit down and you reflect on your entire life and you just think about like everything that's ever happened and you're like that was weird like that was fucking weird and why am i the only person that that's happened to like i was at a bar with my friend this was a while ago i think it was in july and i was at a bar with my friend uh shout out to my boy johnny and we went to this bar that his friend owned and 
the guy came up behind me and like put me in a chokehold and started choking me out like not even sexually like I was not hitting on this man also if someone just choked me in a bar and like said it was sexual I'd be like (laughs) okay you're a psychopath uh which is also what I thought of this man and I was like getting choked out by this guy who's like upwards of like 300 pounds so I'm like getting choked out by this guy who's like upwards of like 300 pounds and you know that's fine like everybody's great but I'm pretty small compared to that so like it's like obviously I had like no chance but I was ready to like flip this guy over the bar because I was like I don't fucking know you but you're like choking me out I'm like what the fuck is happening and like I couldn't really do anything um but then like I, I kind of started like like fighting back a little bit and he like let up it was one of the weirdest things that has ever fucking happened when like we left immediately after that but I was like what happened there like was he flexing on me like was he like I need to show dominance over this woman which also someone has told me recently that they thought I was like six two or like seven feet tall and I was like no I'm literally five two even at the doctor like they were like you are not five two and I was like I am a hundred percent five two then they measured me and they were like five two and a half and I was like okay I'm still like still five two like I don't round up like I know men round up because they're like I'm six feet tall and they're like 5'11 and you're like you just didn't make the cut it's okay you're not tall enough to ride the ride they are they're always tall enough to ride the ride in my world sometimes too tall but like men under six feet tall are much better than men over six feet tall I'm not trying to like get a neck strain as I'm like making out with you I can't handle that I just I really can't also like tall men it's just a lot of work like, I want to save them for the tall girls. Like, you take your pick. I'm, I'm here for the 5, 10, and under. That's the way to go. But someone told me I was, like, 8 feet tall. And I've gotten that a lot my whole life. And I realized it's just, like, you know, I take up a lot of space. I am a large, I am a large person. But for a man to decide that in a moment and then be like, you know what I'm going to do? Show dominance over the girl. And, like, what was he hoping by choking me out in his bar? That he was going to go home with me? Like... I, there is no way in hell even if like Channing Tatum came up to me in a bar and like choked me would I go home with him like if if Channing Tatum walked up to me put me in a chokehold and started like choking me um I'd be concerned and I'd be like all my fantasies are ruined it's fine it's so fine and I will say though men do always like feel the need to like flex to like make sure they're like the bigger person and I just want to be like don't waste your time I wear the pants I am very dominant you're not gonna flex on me and if you do you're gonna regret it because I'm probably gonna talk about you on my podcast <laughs> I just I don't like it when people flex on me like there's no need you're a white man in society who are you flexing on you obviously have it better okay like you <laughs> obviously have more privilege than me in reality I should start flexing more on people I do I do apparently apparently like going to college is like a huge flex like I was wearing my Virginia Tech ring at the airport and some man was like oh like what is that your high school ring I was like first of all that's insulting second of all it's Virginia Tech and he was like "Ooh, big flex he was like that's a really big ring and I was like yeah, because I wanted people to see it. Apparently, like, and then he was like, you're just, like, flexing all over the place. And I was like, no, you know, 
yeah, I don't believe in not flexing unless, you know, someone's choking me out. Then I really gotta flex. That's the only time I'm really, like, showing my guns. Or, like, was that guy, like, trying to say how strong I was? Like, how I react? Because I don't know. I just don't know if anyone has any (laughs) tips or concerns. Let me know. Which that man, he did get yelled at by my friend. Um, And you know what? Like, if you fuck with me when I'm with my friends, you know, you prepare to be fucked up. Also, like, I'm not a violent person, but I have been arrested for assault. So, you know, just keep that in mind. If you're trying to fuck with me, I've been arrested. I'll fuck you up. Hardcore. I'm a fighter. Everybody always says that. They're like, you're such a fighter. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know if I know how to throw a punch. If push comes to shove, I'm probably going to stand there. Like when I was getting choked out, I was just like, all right, this is how we go. This is how I die. Getting choked out by a man in a bar. And then at my funeral, everyone's going to be like, how did she die? And be like, oh, she just got choked out in a fucking bar. Typical. Sounds like a typical Tuesday night for her, which like it kind of does. And that's upsetting. But if they choke me out in bed, that's fine. Which men are always like very, very timid to like choke in bed, which I get. Which, I, like, I totally get. I feel like if you're, like, a good dude, like, you have, like, a little bit of a hesitation about choking someone in bed. But I feel like the good dudes are the ones who, like, don't choke you to death. Like, I've had people choke me so hard in bed that I, like, almost passed out. And I'm like, this is not okay. Like, I'm not trying to die. Just, like, living for, like, a little thrill here. And, like, that's a lot of trust to put in someone. Like, I'm shocked I've let people do that on one night stands and be like, choke me, yeah. Because, like, literally I could just die. And, like, and then, then, then they'd have to explain to the police why a girl was naked in their bed and they, she's dead. That sucks. That really sucks for them. Like, I hope that doesn't happen to anyone. Like, if I end up naked in a guy's bed and I die, again, no one would be shocked. But also, like, you're gonna have to call my parents. That's what I always think about. Like, if I die, like, who has to call mom and dad? Because they're they're gonna be like typical. Like, my dad would literally be like, "Okay, I'm not shocked she died in a bed naked. Like, can you cover up before we pick her up?" <laughs> and like, it would suck though. I've almost died so many times during sex that it's it just feels like it's out there. Which update? Um, my dad did read my book. My parents came to visit me, and, like, my book is on my coffee table. Like, I have vintage Playboy magazines, and then I have my books out because, obviously, they're on display because I obviously designed them in a way that they would look good on a coffee table. I truly did. I truly, the design of both books was based on the fact of how they would look on a coffee table, not how they would look on a shelf because they need to be out in the world like me. And my dad, like, texts me. He was like, I read your book. And I was like, no fucking way. He didn't read my book. Like, <laughs> no way dad wrote my book about choking on dicks. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, no way he read it. He totally, he's fucking with me. Then I get home. And me and my dad are, like, chatting and whatever. And he's, like, calling me out on, like, details of my book. And which, like, as a writer, you have to, like, change details enough to where someone can't be recognized but like they could uh like if I was writing about like a man I slept with which I've done a few times I just have to change like a few of the details like if he was like you know like a short Italian man I'd be like oh this short 
white man or like short black man whatever so you just have to change like a few enough details to where people can't recognize that it's them and my dad literally was like calling me out on all the details that I changed he was like like calling me out on like the car type of the guy like that a guy drove and he was like oh and that's why the table is like broken in the gazebo because I tell this story of um how I was some guy was fucking me in my gazebo and like I almost died again another instance where I've almost died during sex he was like eating me out I'm on this tiny ass little table I flip backwards and like luckily like he caught me and I lived to tell the tale but like I don't know that table was a little broken it's never been the same and my dad was like is that why that table is broken and I was like daddy's straight calling me out I mean my dad's cool as fuck we're best friends and so you know him reading it it wasn't it was like a little weird like a little bit of a shock <laughs> like of everything I've done in my life the one thing that he's like you know what I'm gonna read my daughter's book <laughs> you know see what the world's like out there but he said it was really good so dads are recommending my book now he recommended it to my mom, said that she should really read it. It's a really good book. And I was shocked. I was like, wow, okay, the whole fam's going to read it. That's fine. And something else I really wanted to talk to you guys about is balls. I feel like I haven't talked about them in a while. I feel like they kind of get forgotten about lately. And like the first time that I ever like interacted with balls it was in high school. It wasn't on like an actual man, but in health class, we had these like fake balls to play with to like check for cancer and I remember just being like so fun and you know everyone's always like how do you know you like men and I'm like because I like balls and dick like I feel like I meet like a lot of people who are like oh my god I do not like balls I do not like dick I don't want to look at dick I don't want to touch it like I just want it inside me it's so weird to me so weird to me the first time I played with those fake balls in a lunchbox they literally came in this like lunchbox you would open it up and there were like these silicone balls in there and then you had to find like the cancerous ball it's really you know it was a good teaching because now I've used that as a pickup line and be like I can check for cancer in your balls it didn't work out like I've never I've never had that line really work out for me apparently no one wants their balls really like checked for cancer but you gotta be safe yo you gotta be safe okay you gotta check your balls and make sure they're okay but I remember it being so fun and then I remember like the first time I had like a real set of balls in front of me I totally checked them for cancer you know I did it like a little less rough because I was like oh apparently like men are like really sensitive about their balls so I was giving them like the benefit of the doubt and I was like this is gonna be fun and it was it was fun and I'm gonna leave you guys on that balls and stop flexing on women we're just here and check me out on Instagram at the joy of waffles stay hard play with balls and I don't know what else you guys do but do it I am wondering when you'll stop to consider all of those times I've been your plan B merely romantic contingency so